Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Wednesday, the 7th of June. And as usual, with all the information contained in this podcast, it's general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, well, let's kick things off as always with the scores and the doors. It was a pretty quiet night, really, in US markets after all the shenanigans and the uh, recent rises of the AI sector and, of course, the big Apple event. But the Dow Jones closing up 10 points, or 0.03%, hardly registering a heartbeat, 33,573. We had a high of 68 and a low of 163 down. The Nasdaq up 47, so going a little bit better, 0.36% higher, 13,200. And 76, the S&P 500 was up 10 points in the middle for Diddle, up 0.24%, 42.84. The VIX volatility index, amidst all this optimism and going nowhereness, was down 5.2% to 13.96. Spy Futures bouncing last night slightly, up 24 points or 0.34% after that drubbing yesterday, 87 points down or 1.2% on the back of that RBA rate rise, 25 basis points. And although it was lime ball, the market certainly didn't particularly like that. And there was a bit of a scramble out on the close. And of course, we did see uh, the fall precipitated by that 2.30 announcement from the RBA. We had rallied back to around 35-odd points down at one stage just before the announcement, but uh, that announcement kicked the market well and truly in the guts. Looking at European markets last night, stock 600 up 0.4, FTSE up 0.4, Germany up 0.2, France up 0.1. So um, nothing very great shakes there, but certainly a slightly positive tone to the market. US stocks, Apple down 0.2, still can't gain much traction from those uh, Vision Pro goggles. Meta down 0.1, Google up 1%. Microsoft down 0.7, Amazon up 1, Tesla up 1.7, Netflix down 1, bit higgledy-piggledy in Techland. Uh, banks, though, had a good night. JP Morgan up 0.2 of a percent. However, Citigroup up 2.1, Goldman up 1.6, Bank of America up 2.4, Wells Fargo up 2%, and the KBW Regional Banking Index was up 4.7%, with UBS in Europe up 0.7. Uh, Barclays up 1.6, and we had CBA up 0.76% overseas trade as well. U.S. 10-year yields down uh, 1.6 basis points. The twos up 1.4. Aussie 10 years down two basis points, 3.793. The Aussie dollar around 66.68. The U.S. dollar index slightly higher, 0.12% higher. Uh, overnight and Bitcoin having a bit of a bounce up 5.7%, back up to over 27,000. Looking at commodities last night, we had Brent crude really has uh, been troubled to try and uh, build on that Saudi production cut down 0.5 of a percent, 38 cents, 76.19. WTI uh, down 0.6 of a percent, 43 cents. 71.66, the gold price pretty much unchanged, platinum unchanged, copper down 0.4, 
Nickel up 0.07, a James Bond. Aluminium down 1.47. Zinc unchanged. Lead pretty much unchanged. And tin pretty much unchanged. Iron ore was better yesterday. Up 1.1%. Dalian iron ore futures uh, down 0.4 of a percent. And coal, which we had as a big riser yesterday, big faller, 6%. So uh, the coal sector was one of the few sectors yesterday that held up relatively well, uh, but that may cease today. Looking at mining stocks overseas, we've got BHP up 1.6%, Rio up 1.2%, Freeport McMoran up 1.9%, Alcoa 2.3%, Anglo up 1.7%, Glencore Smidge 0.3%, Vale up 1%, Albemarle having a very good night up 3.4%, that bodes well perhaps for some of our lithium stocks today. Looking at the Russell 2000, the interesting thing last night, although the Dow, the Nasdaq and the S&P went pretty much nowhere, the Russell 2000, which is the small cap index, is having a pretty big renaissance at the moment. It has been a massive lagger, but was up 2.7% last night. And the Toronto Stock Exchange, which does mirror our economy to some extent, uh, was up 0.6% of a percent. So a little bit of optimism creeping in there. The S&P closed at its highest since 2023 began. So there we go. And the uh, that's a nine-month high. So it's uh, pretty good. The broad market index dating back to August 2022. So not bad. Um, we did see some losses in Merck and United Health last night, which did weigh on the Dow. The Bank of America said individual investors were not buying the rally last week. A potential contrarian buy signal, uh, they said, rolling four-week average sales by private clients, the largest since October 2021. So there we go. Historically, the S&P was up more than average over the next one, three, six months. Four out of the last five times, we saw similar retail capitulation of two standard deviation outflows. 60% of the time, they are right every time. So uh, we also saw... Uh, the um, Boeing warning of a new defect on the 787 Dreamliners, which will slow deliveries. Locally today, we do have first quarter GDP at 11.30. It would be nice to get the GDP, you think, from uh, the ABS before we get the RBA pronouncement. But uh, I'm sure the RBA is privy to those GDP numbers anyway. Uh, 11.30, RBC Capital Markets. This week's Q1 GDP partials have generally come in stronger than we expect, leading us to revise our forecast from minus 0.1% quarter-on-quarter to plus 4% quarter-on-quarter. UBS says overall for Q1 GDP, we we will revise our forecast to 0.3% up. Quarter-on-quarter was 0.1% up. So there we go, St. George advancing their GDP forecast to 0.3% of 2.4% for the year. Plenty of downgrades, of course, coming in this morning for baby bunting, downgraded to a sell from a neutral at City. Target price has been cut. Uh, this is a fair old target price cut from $2.40 to $1.10. So not good news there. That uh, implies more downside to come. Pretty anemic and nasty figures coming out of baby bunting yesterday and a look today at retail stocks in uh, Henry's take. Uh, ASX has been upgraded to an outperform from an underperform at CL, 
SA. They're just obviously rubbing people's noses in it, the fact they got it right. And now they're saying that maybe we should be buying it. Target decreased to $65.50 from $72.80. UBS has downgraded uh, the ASX to a sell from neutral. Target price cut from $70 to $59. In banking news, Westpac Bank is uh, set to announce Peter Nash will succeed John McFarland as the chairman. And we also have some takeover news this morning, potentially, certainly in the papers anyway. I haven't seen any official news, uh, but uh, Estia Health, uh, back in the uh, the frame. Bain Capital, of course, bid three bucks with a non-binding indicative offer, etc. for Estia. And Estia were very against the bid, so it didn't represent good value for shareholders. But they did grant some access to Bain, and there are reports in the papers this morning that Bain are now close to a revised and recommended takeover offer for Estia. Remember, Estia, $3 was the bid, $2.55 trading at at the moment. UBS and Baron Joey are the joint lead underwriters and book runners for a large capital raise from Infotril. Uh, they're raising $850 million in New Zealand dollars to partially finance the acquisition of a near 50% stake in one New Zealand, 1NZ. The raising will be done in two parts, a fully underwritten placement and non-underwritten retail share offer to raise $100 million. And Australian shareholders will be able to subscribe for a maximum of 45 grand's worth, if you feel so inclined. In other news today, brokers uh, downgrading Stockland, downgraded to underperform from outperform at CLSA. Um, Champion Iron has provided an update on the impact of the Quebec forest fires. No significant damage to rail or third-party infrastructure assets. Uh, GQG Partners has reported total funds under management 98.5 billion. A month ago, it was 98.6 billion. Net inflows for the first five months 5.9 billion. So they're obviously doing something right to get those net inflows there. PointsBet notes eight of the largest 10 holders support the sale of its US business. And in over news, overseas news expected today, we do have Chinese data. Outtrade data for May will be the focus, especially imports, which have been sluggish for over a year. Uh, surprise, 7.9% slump in imports in April was a major red flag. Economists are forecasting an 8% fall in imports for May and a 0.4% decline in exports. Just more on that champion iron. Uh, they are expecting material delays in sales of its iron ore produced due to the interruption of the railway line used to transport the high-purity iron ore concentrate from Bloom Lane mine to the port uh, following severe forest fires. But there is no damage to its facilities and expects services to resume in the near term. Well, that's it from me today. Question of the day today. Was the RBA uh, right in raising rates 25 basis points yesterday, or has it gone a bridge too far? I'd love to hear your thoughts and ideas on that. Obviously, plenty of pain being felt in the mortgage belt, and uh, also, I suspect, in rentals, as well as they put rents up as rates go up. So, what do you think? Is the RBA on the right track to crush inflation or is it just going overkill and will kill the economy? Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day. And as always, may the trading gods be with you.